Hey, what's going on, my heroes, and welcome to this week's episode of the Indestructible Podcast, the podcast for the people, the podcast that can never die. I am your host, the Indestructible Danny Cano. And before we get started on this week's episode, guys, I feel just the need to warn you that we're going to talk about some pretty heavy stuff on this one. It's going to get kind of scary, it's going to get kind of out there, but you know what's not scary? Badass merchandise. Yes, that's right, guys. This week's episode is going to be sponsored by the one and only, the awesome, the amazing Fright Rags. The awesome, badass, horror movie, officially licensed t-shirt, merchandise provider on the internet. The premier place to get all your horror movie needs. Look, this place has t-shirts based on some of your favorite horror movie properties. And I just went through the website and I just saw that they have brand new t-shirts from Die Hard. That's right, Die Hard, the best action movie of all time. They've got t-shirts, men's t-shirts, women's t-shirts, t-shirts for every size, t-shirts that you just you'll wear and you're gonna be and you're gonna have people just walking up to you being like, damn, you look sexy in that shirt, and you're gonna say, Thank you. Thank you so much. Guess where I got it from? Fright Rags. You know why? Because Danny Connell told me about Fright Rags. And you know what? You're gonna walk around in these shirts and you're just gonna feel it's been statistically proven that if you wear a Fright Rags t-shirt, you are like 10 times more attractive. It's just it's just a fact. So go there and use the coupon code. All right, guys, on this week's episode, I just recently watched two documentaries that kind of blew my mind and were kind of out there. I just recently watched Abducted in Plain Sight and the Ted Bundy tapes. Now, these are both two documentaries that are on Netflix. And... The first one, Abducted in Plain Sight, I had no idea what this was about. I had no real context going in. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But my sisters told me to check it out with them. And I was I was kind of hesitant, you know, because I, I, I'm not a crier. But I, I tend to cry a lot in documentaries, especially like true story documentaries. Or I guess that that is what a documentary is. But I guess it's just the whole idea of like people getting hurt. And especially the teach the image that was advertising it was kind of sketchy and it was it looked so creepy and it was like a little girl with this older guy but as i was watching the movie i realized that it was more than just an abduction and it was more than just a crime documentary it was just it was more of an analysis of of people of of, of the, the the craziness and the darkness that we can be that we can get to as a people because the whole thing revolved around this one guy that was sort of manipulating a whole family just to get to the little girl of the family and he sort of he played the mother he played the father he he manipulated everyone in the family and the whole documentary is crazy because you're watching it and you just think why the hell are they letting their daughter go through this why in the hell and at first when i was watching it i kept thinking okay it was a different time you know uh, people are probably a lot less uh, uh prone to think that anything's gonna happen to their daughter right i mean I don't know, I was trying to give it that, but then as the documentary went on, I just kept thinking, are these people fucking nuts? Why in the hell are they letting their daughter go off on trips with somebody that they know is, is not good? Somebody that they know is manipulative, manipulative, and somebody that they know is just it's just harmful and, and wrong and you know and they just it, it just was maddening the documentary but you definitely gotta check it out i don't want to give any more details on it because I, I want you guys to experience what i went through and and just sort of go further down the wormhole on this one it was crazy and the other documentary i also saw was the ted bundy tapes now that one i, I 
so I've always been knowledgeable about Ted Bundy, and I've always heard stories about him, but I guess I just never really knew the guy. The one thing that you always hear is that he's like a charming, decent-looking guy that girls sort of tended to, tended to trust, right? But the thing is, what 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 came to me from watching the doc, the documentary was the fact that he just seemed so normal. You know, he was just such a boring guy. He didn't seem to have anything particularly wrong with him to to lead him to killing you know and as the documentary went on it sort of hinted at the fact that he maybe had gone abused by his grandfather that was about it that was about all that we got for his sort of backstory but i guess you could also say that it was his repression because i noticed a key thing from the documentary and that he said he didn't get his first girlfriends until he was in college now a lot of us tend to get our first uh, significant other in, in like high school maybe earlier for some of you guys and just his whole very conservative, very, um, like I said, reserved um, upbringing. Just it seemed to just leave an impact and like an impact on him that he thought, oh, women are just objects for his desire. Or they're just these things that he he can never obtain in his in his strange mind. That he he just was so repressed, and he he just contained so much hatred in him. But the thing to me that stuck out was that he, there was no overt sexual abuse towards him when he was younger you know and a lot of these guys what we tend to see through like serial killers and stuff is that a lot of them were sexually molested there's something that happened to them when they were younger that tended to lean them towards having an anger towards a certain sect of people you know but with this dude it just it just seemed so random you know and it, it just seemed like I, I just kept thinking, why is he doing this? Why is he getting some sort of gratification? Is he getting some sort of sexual gratification out of this? It just didn't make sense to me. But, you know, I guess that's the whole idea of it. That there is, is really probably no explanation for what these guys do. Either, as much as we try to, like, think and try to put ourselves... Well, not really, but we try to understand the the... A criminal mindset or a serial killer mindset because to us we we just assume that that's so insane that's so crazy how could somebody just do something like that you know so i kept trying to think what what purpose was was he doing to these poor girls you know and all of his targets were and not to say that any other target that any killer kills is less tragic but it's just the whole idea that he went after these girls that were um, college age girls a lot of the girls they tended to look a lot of like they all look the same sort of you know so it was just so it, it just seemed so random and, and and it was it was it was like brutal for brutal sake you know what i'm saying like he never he never felt like he had a, a, a motive for what he was doing it just seemed like he just okay he felt like killing so he went out and he found a college age girl he went out to the beach and I guess it's just the whole mindset of like the 70s, you know, that everyone was just so more trusting, you know, like we saw that from the abducted in plain sight documentary. We see that in the Ted Bundy documentary. And I think the, the, the whole thing is like now when we look back on it now in this day and age, we think, what the hell are these people thinking? Are they, are they mental? You know, but it's just I think it's just the mindset that people had. I don't think necessarily that people had uh, a really dark mindset towards things, you know. So this week's episode, guys, I just thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk about a couple serial killers, some of the more notable ones, not to give these guys any light, not to deify or to um, sort of put them in the limelight or anything like that. It's just more, it's just more in an analytical talk, you know, like 
what is it about humans that we tend to be so interested by crime you know what is that because look at the all the crime ncis all ncs double s whatever the hell those shows we have out there it just seems like there's a million shows on based on crime and there's always like new movies coming out every year about some sort of crime based thing and and i i've been thinking about it i've been thinking why do we tend to lean more towards stories like that why are we so interested by things like that and i think it's just the whole idea of people doing something that's just completely like out of the norm from our personal lives you know and i hope this doesn't come off as sort of uh jumping to conclusions or anything but i tend to notice that a lot of women in my life tend to be a very interested in crime my sisters my mother friends that i had that have been girls they've always tended to be really interested by crime documentaries like uh, or even just films like that aren't even based on true stories but just have crime elements in them I, I tend to notice that girls tend to be more into I guess or more fascinated by the whole idea of crime and films and stuff like that or just in general you know and I've just always wondered why are we so why are we so fascinated by things like that you know because to me, you can call me a big softie, you can call me a weenie or whatever, but I just, I really don't like to see people get hurt, you know? I, I, I can take seeing, like, some serial killer from, like, a film and something like that, some Jason thing, Freddy, you know, something like that, but when you see, like, actual photos or actual pictures of atrocities or crime like that, I, I'm just not, it's just not for me, you know? It's fascinating, it is, and it, it but it just... I don't know, I just, I've never been into that whole idea. Anyway guys, the first guy we're going to be talking about after Ted Bundy, of course, is John Wayne Gacy. Now, John Wayne Gacy is the quote-unquote first serial killer horror clown, you could say. He's sort of the guy that I think of when I think of, like, killer clown. I know a lot of people think of it, and probably this guy was the one who inspired it, but basically John Wayne Gacy was a party clown that would... And, and the whole mythos behind him is that he was a killer clown, right? But the thing is, he never actually killed while wearing his clown getup, you know? He never actually killed any any um, young men when he was wearing the, the clown outfit. Now, his whole thing was that he would molest and and he would um, go on to subsequently kill the, the young man that he was with. And his whole story is crazy because he would end up burying the bodies under his house now this guy he went on to sort of have another sort of life in prison with his art a lot of um john wayne gacy's art art pieces are like sort of notorious for being just so creepy and they're not even anything special it's just like so it's just the fact that it is from john wayne gacy so it, it's it's like the idea that oh i own a piece of horror i own a piece of of serial killer memorabilia or something like that and and what do you guys think of that leave your comment about that in the comments what do you guys think of of serial killer memorabilia i think it's so like i don't know i'm i'm all for keeping remnants and keeping history alive about things especially tragedy you know you never forget the victims and stuff like that but it just feels like to me like you're putting these guys in the limelight you're deifying these guys like to own like like the 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 nose hairs of charles manson to own like uh john wayne gacy's one of his arts or one of his pieces of art or something like that you know it just feels so ugh, dirty you know it, it, it's just so ugly to contain that you know and, and especially in your home like how, how could you just like 
Oh, you wake up every day and you're going for your morning breakfast, you're getting your little coffee, and then you're just like, oh, look, there's my Gacy. Looks good next to the uh, next to the advent calendar over there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it just feels so, like, I would not want that in my house, you know? It's just bad vibes all around for that one, <laughs> you know? But I will tell you what is not bad vibes and what is badass to own in your family and in your house, and that is Fright Rags merchandise. Yes, that's right guys, Fright Rags again, but this time did you know that they actually have horror movie themed socks, pins, stickers, basically all your needs, you know, screw going to the mall, screw going out in public and buying actual uh, uh, clothes and things like that in public, look we all know the way of the future is through online ordering, is through getting things shipped right to you, look, Let's cut out the middleman, all right? Let, let, let's cut the crap. Let's start getting. Let's just let's just make Fright Rags the the premier place that everyone gets their clothes at. What do you think? I'm gonna start getting my Fright Rags, my Fright Rags undies, my Fright Rags hat. This isn't one, but <laughs> I'm gonna get uh, some Fright Rags stickers. Throw that on my car, man. These guys have everything you need. It's not just even horror films. It's action films. It's sci-fi films. It's. I'm pretty sure anyone could find something that interests them on this. On these guys website check them out tell them I sent you and it's just it's fun you know to me horror movie things like that is, is, is a lot more fun than real assholes like real serial killers out there you know what I mean because at least with a horror movie you can you, obviously everything's okay and it's 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 more like we we see the horror elements to it but we don't see like the tragedy behind it you know what I mean anyway the next guy we're going to be talking about is Charles Manson. Now, the thing about Charles Manson is he didn't actually commit any murders. What his thing was, was that he was this crazy cult leader that sort of manipulated and he sort of brainwashed his followers, his family that he called them, into doing his work for him. Now, history is really crazy and really unique in that he believed that the Beatles, the White Album, was sort of like his his call to action, his 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 sign that he was waiting for for a race war that he assumed was happening. He thought that the song Helter Skelter was directly telling him to go out and, and, and attack people of the other race, other races and things like that, but which couldn't be farther from the truth. And he assumed that the song Blackbird was actually a racist song toward African Americans when it was actually, in fact, if you've ever seen a Paul McCartney interview, it actually was for like um, young African-American girls that were going through uh, like such troubled times and like the civil rights movement. He was singing it like Blackbird singing in the dead of night, uh, take these broken wings and learn to fly. I guess Charles Madsen in his sick mind, he assumed that that was some sort of um, racist tirade or something, but it, it was the complete opposite, you know. He sort of led his, lead, his followers into going on killing spree, going into people's homes and killing them you know and then he eventually got indicted and he eventually was was sent to jail for obviously for leading these people to commit these horrible crimes but the thing about him was he never actually received the death penalty he never um he never made he never got his fair due i believe because he just ended up living to be an old man in jail and as much as some people might say oh this guy he got what he deserved. He got in jail. This guy would led to the deaths of some, of like uh, a, a lot of people, you know. And it just felt like he never really got his just desserts, you know. He it always felt like he got away with it, you know. 
And the crazy thing was, I remember hearing a story a couple years, like, back, that he actually found himself a wife <laughs> outside of prison. Like, some girl said she was in love with him or something like that, and they actually ended up getting married. And she was obviously significantly younger than him, because he's like some old fart. But it just was so crazy that, that again, that people are drawn to these sort of, like, insane outsider killers you know i think it's just the fact that we see them as almost unhuman that the fact that they committed such atrocious things it doesn't seem possible that a human being could do that so i guess you're like yeah you know what i i, I looked around i couldn't find mr right but you know that charles manson he's um he's a, he's a catch I, I i think i'm gonna go marry him you know like what was the process behind that but who knows it, it, it turned out it was like a sham thing anyway i'm pretty sure they got like divorced <laughs> like like uh, like a month after they were together or something like that <laughs> anyway the next guy we're going to talk about this one's probably one of the more extreme ones is ed gein now ed gein was the basis for what the texas chainsaw massacre was based on the whole idea of like i said this is gonna get gnarly um the whole idea of a guy that would he would skin women and 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 take their skin and use it to do a couple crazy out there things with like using them to make furniture and things like that and i, I i'm not too sure but i believe he made him even himself like a skin mask now this guy was tortured and this guy was had like a really rough upbringing he he was like he had a tyrant mother that was constantly belittling him and i i guess that sort of led this this it led him down the path of looking at women as like these evil things i guess that he thought in his life that he had to spite them but i guess it was the whole idea of like secretly he was like secretly he loved them because i guess he he wanted to maybe be one maybe by putting on their skin like on his face maybe that's what he believed he he had just so many inner demons within him and this guy this guy's the exact definition of like creepy like in the middle of nowhere freak you know like this guy he had a, a farm in the middle of of the snow it, it was completely almost out of anyone's like reach and but eventually people caught on with his like really weird behavior he was just sort of like the local old old guy of the of the town so people just sort of rid, wrote him off but eventually through through like suspicious activity they figured out that okay let's go check out what this guy's up to and eventually they found all these terrible insane images if you don't don't do it but if you ever uh, you're probably going to but if you ever look up uh, ed gein like photos of like his crime scene of like all the crazy like things that he had in his house it's pretty scarring so i really recommend you don't check that out but that's the, that to me is a serial killer that to me is terror that is true horror in every aspect you know what i mean because that is just like you can't even we can't even grasp that you can't even like i it, it just it, it, that one is just like my god it, it's like soul killing you know it's like crushing to hear like something like that like how can somebody be be driven to do such atrocious things you know and and to people that didn't do anything to him you know I, I you know you can almost understand you can almost understand somebody that goes on 
or like if if, if their their family is has been attacked or whatever, if they go after the people that killed their family or something like that, you can almost understand that. You know, that's sort of like a revenge thing. But a guy like this that just preyed, uh, that hunted, then went after women like that and and, and did all these crazy things. It, it just you try to understand him and you try to see what like why he did it and it just comes back to this a, a terrible upbringing you know it's just the whole idea that nobody is honestly born evil nobody is born bad but you become it through your like circumstances you know you become what you are because of the people around you because of the people that raise you because whatever circumstance in your environment that leads you to become that so who knows what this guy could have become you know we're not saying that oh with the tragedy of no fuck him but I'm just saying, it's just the whole idea that that you become what you are because of, of, of who raises you, you know, because of your surroundings. But yeah, that, that one is probably like, the one, if I think about it too much, I get too, a little bit too freaked out. So I know that right now everyone's talking about Ted Bundy, but to me, the, the real, like, the real monster should be Ed Gein and guys like that because, and... Well, I guess not, because none of, none of what these guys do is, like, lesser than the other. They're all equally, equally horrible and atrocious. No, none of these fuckers deserves to be like, oh, he's better than this one. Oh, how many did this one kill? Oh, how many did... No, screw that. That that should only be done with, like, horror movie things like Jason and Freddy, you know? And the funny thing is, this guy actually went on to influence, like, a lot of significant, like, horror movie icons, like Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, you know? But, you know what, though? You know what? Even though this freak um, went on to inspire the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it doesn't mean that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is linked to that asshole, because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to me is, is one of the truly like most terrifying like ugh, disturbing uh horror film just the way it's shot and i've been wanting to get like a t-shirt from it i, I i'm a big i mean i am a big horror movie fan and one of the best places to get horror movie t-shirts is at our officially licensed i might add and that includes the texas chainsaw massacre property is fright rags yes guys once again the beautiful uh, Magnifique Fright Rags has Texas Chainsaw Massacre merch, Die Hard merch, Misfits <laughs> merchandise. Man, I got it. You, you. You can never have too many Misfits t-shirts. They've got the the beautiful badass babe Elvira. They have t-shirts of her. Look, check them out. Get some socks, man. I'm a socks guy. I love to have like crazy out there socks. So I, I'm definitely gonna be buying like five pairs myself. You should either equal that or double that. Get, get 10, get 20, get them for the family, man. Everybody everybody on holidays, they get the most stock cliche. Oh, here you go. Here's another box of like five colognes that you're never going to wear. Yeah, thanks. I haven't gone that like a million times. Look, screw that. Get something unique. Get somebody something that they're going to be like, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. Just what I wanted. Uh, leather face themed socks. Chucky themed socks. I, I never would have thought of it, but you know what? Now that you got it for me, this is the best present I ever got. <laughs> so if you want to go through that experience, if you want to have somebody tell them, you know what? That's the best present I ever got. I can die happy. Go to Fright Rags. Pick yourself up some merchandise. 
Tell him Danny Kano sent you. I'm going to call it an episode right there, guys. This is just sort of a little update on what's been going on with me. Uh, I, I, I posted recently on Instagram that I'm looking to get some bandmates. So uh, if any of you guys have people in your life or that you want to get into a band, if you want to jam out, I'm starting, starting to put together like a like an honest band to play in like the live like LA area. So if anyone you know is interested, hit them up. Let them know. DM me on Instagram at Mr. Danny Kano. And we'll see what happens from there. Anyway, guys, once again, this is not deifying. This is not gratifying any of these fuckers. These guys are atrocious monsters. But it's just interesting to talk about things like this every so often. And I think we should always just remember uh, like uh, crazy things like this every so often. To know where, where we've been and, and where we're going. And, and, and just to analyze the the human psyche and, and, and what humans can do. You know, It, it, it never ceases to amaze me what the, the highs and the lows that humans can accomplish you know so once again look up these cases yourself if you're more interested check out check out those both fascinating documentaries the ted bundy one i thought was a little bit long-winded i i, I thought that he, the, the the more interesting part to me honestly was the aftermath after he had gone captured i thought i was just thinking like whoa this guy it, it, I didn't. I didn't get from the documentary. Oh, he's a good-looking guy that that was able to attract girls. I thought that this guy was just smooth, that and he was like charming with what he did. Because if you see the scenes from the courtroom of him getting tried, it doesn't even seem real. It seems like something from a movie, you know, like him, like talking to the judge, like talking back, kind of being snarky. It doesn't seem realistic, but. The fact that this guy was so egotistical and the fact that he thought that he was so good that he could even have, he could be his own lawyer for like his second case just sort of shows the mentality of this guy that he thought he was untouchable. He thought he was Mr. Smooth, Mr. Smooth, you know, he thought he was better than anybody. And that I think is really what drove him to kill and that he thought he was superior than everybody else. Anyway, check out those two documentaries. Abducted in Plain Sight really is one that that really shook me to my core and that's really the one that i recommend wholeheartedly 100 percent ted bundy one it's it's good and it's probably going to prepare us for the new zach efron ted bundy movie that i think is coming out later this year like i said look up some of these cases if they interest you once again check out fright rags tell them danny sent you and i'll see you guys next time and as always stay indestructible i'll see you guys next time